Welcome to episode 13 of the podcast. This is your co-host Zubair along with my co-host Abrar. How are you doing Abrar? Hello. I'm pretty good. How are you Zubair? Pretty good. I'm pretty good. So uh, today is another one of those uh, ideas or observations uh, that I was thinking about over the past week. But I think uh, Abrar wanted to introduce it this time. So why don't we let him do that? Yeah. I'll just give like a one sentence introduction and then you can elaborate on like the specific ideas you had. So I think we were talking about like daily limits, sorry, not daily limits, default <laughs> limits on daily accomplishment. I had one chop. I screwed it up. But it's okay. So can you elaborate on that a little bit? Like what are these like limits? What do you mean by them? Um, default limits? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, in context to uh, daily, uh, let's just call them tasks. They don't have to be like actual tasks related to school or work or anything but just tasks instead of in terms of like things that you do throughout the day whether that's like you know errands that's hobbies whatever so just let's call it a generic term tasks so uh, what i've noticed is uh with me i have this certain like upper limit um for example i'll write down say 10 tasks again using the generic term uh of tasks i have like i have like 10 things to do throughout the day It'll be 12 p.m. I'll get through two of them, and then I'll look at my list and be like, "Oh, you know what? I've I've done two. That's 20 percent. I still got like the whole day left. Let's just take a break, you know." Right. Um, <laughs> but then, like, a few hours will go by, and then what was once like a whole day left is now just like you know two quarters of a day left. You know, half a day left. Yeah. Uh, half yeah, half a waking day left, and then when I try coming back to do those those tasks or doing yeah running those errands it'll be a lot more difficult to get back and like you know regain the momentum to do that stuff like somehow right. somewhere along the lines you know my i start to uh i start to wander you know start start doing other stuff and then i lose all momentum and you know i can't sit back and do what i was trying to do it's like my mind just shuts off so that's right i guess yeah that's uh in in a way like that's where like the default limit term comes in because it's like a default you know your mind defaults to it and uh, yeah. contrasting that with some somebody else i imagine who has a much higher default limit that person could do more things consecutively without needing to take a break you know uh, right and as a result of that they'll have more momentum to keep going throughout the day so that's kind of the yeah. gist of the default limit um, theory, observation, whatever. Yeah, so it's interesting because, you know, I think I've definitely thought about this too. Like, I also feel like I have a pretty low default limit. I think a lot of other people do too. Uh, you know, that's why, like, people joke about, like, you know, procrastinating so much, that kind of thing. Although th- this isn't specifically about procrastination in terms of, like, putting a task off to begin with, but you're talking about, like, you you do start working on a task. Okay, you got to that phase. You complete the task. But then it's not like that was the only thing you had planned for that day. You want to do other things too. And then you just don't. Or like you don't do nearly as many of them as you, you had expected that you'd do, right? And um, yeah, when you talk about people who like have a really high limit, where it's like almost as if they don't even have one, um, it's interesting because I, like, I, I can't name that many people around me who I'm aware of who are like that. But I'm aware that they exist because like when I think of 
for example, content creators, it doesn't have to be that, but like, let's say like a YouTuber or like an author or whatever, especially if they're doing that kind of stuff in addition to their like day job or something like that, then I think these guys must have really high limits because, you know, they, like, they finish working and then in the evening instead of just like, like chilling and like just watching shows or something, they're like, hey, no, I gotta, I gotta work on this thing or something. Like they just, they just get back on the grind, you know? And I wonder like why that is or like what separates people like us from people like them. I mean, it is the limit, but like, what's the underlying cause of that of that limit? You know. Yeah, they definitely have more uh, active ways of spending their time. You know, whereas uh, yeah. other people, or yeah, including me, I'll be more passive in my even like in my breaks. You know, I'll just watch right. a video or yeah, just do something very like non-intensive. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to that, they'll they'll do something more active. Like their break will be okay. Let's <clears throat> I don't know. Let's let's. Uh, move the furniture around <laughs> i don't know just something like that right right something more yeah productive more active yeah that's actually something i want to bring up because i realized like i was thinking about you know the nature of breaks and stuff and well i realized two things about them one is um we often think of breaks as a way to reward ourselves for completing a task but then the issue with that is like when you think of a typical reward you think of something that's kind of like not just enjoyable, but also kind of passive, kind of easy. You don't have to exert too much effort when you do it, right? Um, so that's why we think of things like, okay, I'm just going to watch some videos or just going to, yeah, like consume something. We we often think of consumption when we think of re- like rewards and breaks and things like that. Whereas if you can shift your mindset so that even a break, it, not all breaks, but some breaks are still an opportunity for production, doesn't have to be like production in the sense of like studying or like you know some typical kind of production or like working even if it's something like just you know learning about something you're interested in or like you said like moving around furniture doing exercise whatever right um then it's like you you max out on the amount of productive stuff so-called that you can accomplish in a day because like when you're productive you're productive when you're on break you're still productive you know you're just productive all around Mm. yeah maybe Mm. i'm trying to i'm trying to think about some of the more prominent like people who uh who publicize you know their their time management mm-hmm. and yeah i feel like it, that's what kind of separates uh people who are more who max out their day it's that right they they have a so okay they have a higher limit they have a higher default limit but they also have yeah. a, a higher lower boundary of what constitutes a break you know maybe maybe right. that's like they, maybe that's where it is like um instead of just consuming stuff which which they probably do um they much rather or like more frequently their breaks consist of something active to do right and i think that's important for like one, one reason is like what i said about you know like you're maxing out on productivity in the sense that even when you're on break you're doing something productive but i think it's also good because like, you know how you spoke about, like, you know, like doing two tasks and then you take a break for a while and you're like, okay, I deserve a break. And then when you try to come back to the next task, like, it takes a while to even get back. It takes a while to get that momentum back. I think the reason it takes that momentum back is because when you're doing the tasks, you're, like, in an active phase. It's as if you're moving. And then when you take a break, you come to stop. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to get from stop to start again. Like, you have to accelerate again. You know, you have to apply some force on yourself to get yourself moving again, right? Yeah. So that's why it feels like difficult like you need to exert energy but if you keep on like moving right. in other ways then it might be easier to just continue moving when you come back to the tasks they have a hand yeah that exactly like mo- <laughs> it's so interesting how momentum is like a, a real thing in like 
daily experience and stuff you know like there's, obviously there's a physics concept yeah. but it seems to apply so well in like daily activities too i wonder on, if like, there is a physical basis too. to that that would be really interesting <laughs> <laughs> i mean there could be but like even then like the product the productive tasks we're talking about they're usually mental in nature right even for those maybe there is i'm not sure like you know people talk about like flow state stuff yeah. like that right so i imagine that when someone breaks out of a flow state like not not just like a little bit out like okay going down one notch from flow state to like semi-flow state or something but like all the way down to like zero like simpson on a couch Nothing, just yeah. watching tv state yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the way down like that and it takes a while to like actually get back up to flow state and like keep it there right? yeah i mean it's a full crash so like, you know you go from 100 yeah, to exactly. zero how do you expect yourself to go back to like 100 or near 100 yeah, it's like you gotta, you you should you can go from a hundred to fifty, but you should try to keep it there most of the time, and then go back up from fifty to hundred. It's a lot easier generally. Obviously, like you know, this isn't like a we're not ranting against like classical breaks. Like sometimes you do need like you know just time to actually wind up, wind down. You know, just relax, kick back. You know, do passive yeah. stuff. But like we, that should be less of what our breaks generally are. And it should be like more spread out. They should be shorter. Like just overall, like like there's there's I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like there's some kind of balance. I feel like some optimum level between like you know passivity and activity. And a lot of people, including myself for sure, tend to be like more on the passive side. I think our breaks. I'm not saying. Yeah, but I think another contributing factor is like our breaks are too sporadic, um, too okay, frequent, yeah. and too. I'll just use the word damaging, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because, yeah, it's a break in the short term, you know, say you're writing an email Mm -hmm. to somebody halfway through you, maybe it's like an important email you want to write, so it'll be generally a bit longer, it'll be more thoughtful, Yeah. and then halfway through you you take a break, and what do you take a break with? You go open up YouTube on your phone, you sit on the couch, and you start watching, you know, catching up on YouTube, that you just went from like a fully flow state type task to literally yeah. just consuming video okay trying to get back right. yeah. to um trying to get back to the email level thing which is like just 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 think of like the difference in i don't know like energy you know so you got video yeah, yeah, with exactly. like audio visual you know output so you're consuming audio visual content <laughs> to literally a, a screen with text and like you're just trying to type stuff you know it's like a world of yeah, difference exactly. so yeah oh yeah yeah there's like there's a big disparity in what our breaks are made up of and what our tasks yeah are made up of yeah there's like massive content yeah and it's also and uh, then it's interesting how you... oh, i was just gonna i was gonna add before you continue um it, it's also like the the frequency of it right it's it's just yeah. so interleaved between tasks and it happens even within right. tasks you know before you even complete yeah, it exactly that you know it, it just makes doing any task really difficult when we've got these breaks just sporadically interleaved like within the entire day right yeah and i think it's interesting i brought up like youtube videos for example because uh, one thing i notice is that you know like sometimes there's a really good video but it's really long and like okay if, if a video is really long i'm not gonna like watch it as a break right but then if a video is like, um, let's say there's like a, a up to a certain threshold, it's like watchable for taking a break, but then it's it's still fairly long. And also like after I watch that video, I'm often tempted to click on another one and watch that one too. 
and stuff. So it makes me think, like, you know, like, that's why, like, sometimes you step away thinking, I'll step away for five minutes, or step away for an hour, right? And you're like, how the hell did that happen? How <laughs> did my hour go? I want it back. But it's, like, it's kind of predictable. It's kind of to be expected with that kind of medium, which almost makes me think whether, um, you know, like, what is the ideal way to, like, space out these breaks and stuff? Or what is the ideal way to, like, have their length? Like, is it really to have them being, like, you know, short breaks you take every now and then if it comes to stuff like consumption or should it be more like you binge sometimes at certain times of the day like maybe later in the day or maybe sometimes you could just have an off day like saturday or something where just like okay today is mostly just chilling and stuff and then like the rest of the week you're jet generally in like flow state or like flow state light something like that um because yeah I, I really don't like it when it just like crashes all your like, yeah i think productivity and stuff. i think maybe the, the most important place to start is to actually finish your tasks in the same sitting try to minimize the amount of breaks yeah. you take uh within within the duration of the task because that's probably the most yes. damaging point at which you can take a break you know uh you're, you're yeah in the exactly. middle of the task you've got all your context set up you're in your flow state working on it and then if you take a break you lose sight of that right you lose grasp of the context that you're in so like context switching is another big thing right if you get yeah, back yeah. to it i was going to mention that term too yeah, yeah yeah if you get back to the task like there's after a break there you have to spend some time regaining your focus trying to see where you left off you know trying to get back into the zone yeah uh so maybe yeah exactly. maybe like a really good place to start is to try to finish you know each individual task in one sitting and then if you need to take a break after you've done that task, right? That way, yeah. it doesn't affect the downstream task because there's no context. Presumably, there's no context to carry on between two tasks if they're just two different tasks, right? Right, yeah. I think, yeah, context switching is a good term. Like, I have I'm. I think the origin of that term is in the, con- in the context of uh, operating systems or something like that because they're constantly switching back and forth between... Mm working on different applications like okay it's presenting you your discord application and also your audacity and notion i'm just looking at the things on my taskbar right now yeah. right and it's like just rapidly switching back and forth between them and it does them all perfectly but operating systems are obviously much much more like streamlined you know everything. robotic and precise and just everything than humans yeah. a human cannot just say okay like you know i'm watching a video and then just i turn off the video i get right back to my email as if as if i'd never even taken a break you know like there's so much overhead energy uh, just to like get back into the flow just to remind yourself of like you know like what you're doing again like literally i find that when i resume a task after a break if i break off in an awkward place like sometimes i'll be typing something and i'll be like mid-sentence i'll just get tired of it. I'm, like, I'm taking a break yeah. I, come up, I have to read again like what what was i even going to complete the sentence with yeah uh, and it takes like f- at least five minutes just to like even remind myself like where i am i'm like i keep getting distracted yeah then i'm like like just daydreaming I'm like oh yeah wait, wait focus focus it's like just so like unpleasant and difficult to like you know try to get yourself back into that zone so yeah it's like you said right like when you if you finish one task in one sitting if you can like let's say you just sit down for an hour it's an hour long task and just work on it that whole time you just have one context in your head once mm-hmm. you're done you just like unload that context and it's gone you don't need to worry about it anymore you like take your break whatever load in another context for the next task you just work on mm-hmm. that, load that out rather yeah. than like having to. It's not fun if you're like taking a break, but like you also have a context in the back of your mind, like oh, I have to get back and work on that, and it's like just clutters your head. Yeah, yeah. Know. Let me give you an example. <laughs> this just happened last night. So I had a, uh, I had a, uh, so that I had a recorded lecture that I wanted to listen to, 
and mm-hmm. on paper the lecture is 50 minutes long okay but okay <laughs> okay so the professor talks slow so i speed it up to two times speed um yeah and so in theory you know it's 12, 25 minute long lecture and if you add yeah. in like pausing rewinding and like taking notes and stuff let's just bring it up to an hour like make it one hour sure. okay just to be very yeah, generous okay. So I think I started off, I started the, I started watching the lecture at around like 7.30 p.m., okay? Okay. And I thought, okay, it'll take me till 8.30 and I'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> but what happened was I I kept on going, you know, out of my room, going back to my family. Uh, and, you know, there, I think I had dinner at some point too. But like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of breaks in between, right? And right. so what happened was... yeah. Every single time, I had to, when I came back, I had to remind myself where was I. You know, it was an immunology lecture, and I was thinking, oh, you know, okay, let's see the lymph node. Where was I in the lymph node? You know, so yeah, <laughs> and so <laughs> and so every single time, like at least five minutes was spent on where was I. You know, and those five minutes add yeah, up yeah. if you're taking you know multiple breaks. So if you take right. like four breaks, that's twenty minutes. You know, that's almost yeah. half of the entire session that you have to spend just reminding yourself what you're doing and so guess when i finished (laughs) started at 7 30 i finished at near 10 okay damn okay and the worst two and a half hours in total yeah the worst (laughs) part is all these breaks they don't add up to any meaningful experience you know they're just breaks yeah and like the entire like when i look back at that night 7 30 to 10 the only thing i have in my mind is yeah, I was trying to get through his immunology lecture, and there are some interspersed yeah, yeah. breaks. There's nothing else that that like comes to mind. I can't remind myself of anything else. Yeah, because yeah, it's like you say. Even those breaks, you know, they don't like. There's a big difference between when you're on break and you know that you have to get back to task versus when you're like actually just you can focus on the break itself almost. You know, and like make the most out of that, even if it's a passive break. To be honest, like we we spoke about this before, right? Like even. Even if you're consuming something, like do that actively too, right? That way you'll actually like remember afterwards, you'll feel like you've done something. Whereas if it's just all in this like broader context of I'm trying to watch this lecture, like even the breaks you take, Mm -hmm. you're just gonna like forget about them and it'll be like, oh man, I spent two and a half hours watching a hour long lecture or like, you know, what should have taken an hour. But really it's because you did an hour and a half of other stuff, which after you've done it all, it feels like... (laughs) You didn't even do it, you know, right? Exactly. Like it, it feels like you just it all that had time that, just went into yeah. some vortex. It all had <laughs> it all had that cloud of like the lecture above it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a it's just really ugly. Yeah. Um which also makes me think like it's like until you take the first break in a task, you're in a sort of flow state. Um not necessarily flow state, but like you're in you're in the zone kind of, right? Like it takes a while to get into the the flow, but like once you're in and until you take that first break, like you're you're working at it actively, right? But then as soon as you take that first break, then you come back. Okay, it takes you a while to get back up to speed. But then even then, you're like, oh, I could just take another break. Exactly. Like as soon as it's you use that first one. Yeah, it's like you've, you've given yourself implicit permission to like use it whenever you want from then on after. Right, because then right? So I, like feel it's, like, I think like at some point you just admit like, okay, this is going to take a long, yeah. <laughs> longer time than usual. Yeah. So then you just keep on exactly. like legitimizing taking more breaks. And I think we can get a bit meta here because that that's been happening with our, us editing this podcast, right? Or like that's part of the reason we're trying to record earlier from now on because 
like at some point we'll have to take a break like okay we finish recording then like okay let's go eat lunch or take yeah. a break, whatever come back edit and then take a break in the middle of that and in the middle of like it just and then somehow it ends up taking like way longer than we expected it ends up, it ends up taking like, the whole why day why did it take so long yeah yeah and i'm like why did it take so long and then i think oh wait there's so much time in the middle when i did other stuff but it didn't feel like i was doing that other stuff because it was all in the context of i have to finish that podcast i have to finish that podcast. like that was like the the main thing the main like accomplishment or thing out of my mind so not nothing else kind of like felt real in a sense or like i can like yeah yeah fully everybody's everything is tagged with uh the podcast at that point so yeah and then when you have experiences like that if you don't look back carefully you start to think ah oh, maybe this like for example maybe doing this podcast is too much of a drag it's taking too long no it's not that it's the actual like work itself is taking too long it's that the way you're doing it just causes a lot of splash damage it's like a carpet bomb you know yeah exactly <laughs> like you're just using it terribly or like doing it terribly and then it's like just ruining other stuff so yeah it's like it's good to uh, at the same time though some tasks are pretty long so like you're kind of forced to take breaks at some point sometimes for natural reasons like let's exclude like using the bathroom because like you just come back and continue working but let's say you've got to eat yeah right and then that usually takes some time while you're eating maybe you're doing something else talking to someone watching something like that kind of stuff is inevitable sometimes um like if the task is especially long even then i think that maybe a good rule of thumb is like don't take a break until you're like 50 percent done if it's possible you know like something like that like if you have a three hour thing at least get through an hour and a half if you can then take a break and then yeah. come back for this and then i mean like if, if if a task takes longer than three hours you know if it's like a say a five-hour task maybe at that yeah. point it's like it can it's something that can be broken down into a smaller piece you know so it could yeah, be a five-hour yeah. larger task which can be broken down into i don't know maybe two small tasks each two and a half hours in theory right so this yeah. probably like a task can only be so big as a single unit you know right after that it's probably like yeah, a group exactly. of tasks that you just have grouped up into one you've thought of as one task but really it's just more more than one that's true i think it's also important to like find like good places to break the task uh into subtasks i think yeah. that's just as important as something like not taking too frequent breaks yeah because even yeah. if you take infrequent breaks if you take them at the wrong times it's really going to kill your flow and there's going to be so much overhead associated with like getting back up to speed that kind of thing. yeah exactly like let's just use the example of school because it's, it's a good example like if if you've got yeah. if you have to study for like a midterm and say yeah. you have to get through five lectures okay so sure that's mm-hmm. one task it's five lectures but that can be easily broken down you know you can do like two right. two and one so you two lectures you take a break two lectures take a break and then one lecture and then you're done so two breaks in the middle yeah and basically there it is like it's trying to like making sure you cut at the right times is important don't don't like don't take a break when you're halfway through lecture two and then you come yeah, back yeah, and then you exactly. have to remind yourself where you were and what you're doing so yeah yeah and i find that sometimes like the let's say if you're in a lecture like sometimes the last 10 percent is actually the hardest because once you've once you've reached the 90 percent mark you're like if if you've managed to not take a break until then, it's like there's this weird like there's like two competing forces. One is like, oh, you're almost done. Come on, just finish it. The other force is like, oh, you've been watching for ninety or like you know you've watched ninety percent of it already. Like you watched so much. Like oh, when do you get to take a break? Just take a short one now. You know, like the devil and the angel kind of the. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what happened <laughs> to me. Uh, <clears throat> again, it happened with me last night because 
the slides were like it was, a, it was like 59 slide uh, PowerPoint presentation, and I was like at like slide 45. Okay. The last 14 slides took like I don't know. It took like around about an hour to get through. I don't know why. Like it's it always really? happens. It's always the last 10%. Yeah, yeah. Just somehow just drags on, <clears throat> just keeps on dragging on. And and like I remember like looking, I was at like slide I don't know 48 or something, and then half an hour passed by, and I was at like slide 50 and i was just so mad i'm like why is it taking so long am i just being really really slow at this you know so that's did it. you take breaks during that time like explicit breaks no no i, I didn't that's the interesting part okay, that's interesting because no that that really makes me wonder like i wonder if burnout is a real issue at that point because i think there's different kinds of burnout i think there's like actual like you know some kind of objective like almost like physical exhaustion or even mental exhaustion right like maybe like after you've written a three-hour exam and it's like very intense, obviously there's some natural burnout. But I think even with shorter tasks, like especially ones which we don't find as enjoyable and stuff, like you can burn out pretty quickly. And then if that happens, like you just slow down massively in your progress. So I think, hmm, I don't know, like I think there should still be breaks somehow, but like we should completely change the the nature of said breaks, you know? Mm-hmm. Like for example, um, let's say let's say you're, you you have 10 slides left out of 60 slides or whatever, then instead of saying, okay, I'm going to try to power through if you feel yourself slowing down. And also instead of saying, okay, I'm gonna watch a YouTube video and then like be back in an hour because <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Maybe you just say, okay, let me just sit back for a bit. Like just think about something else. I don't know, just like, or, like meditate, whatever, right? Like something which is kind of passive, but also like not so active in a different direction that like makes you lose your context. Mm, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if you're watching a YouTube video, you're gonna forget the original context of like reading those. That ma- that. So you just sit that back, made me start thinking about, uh, well, like vectors, you know. So yeah, vectors. so like how you said, how you said, make sure your brakes aren't too active in another direction. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so basically, I think that's a that's a nice that's a neat little uh, observation. Like if if you think about it, yeah, being too active in another direction, will just in a way right. take you further from uh, you know your main task and yeah exactly because yeah, they're, they're, they're like pointing in opposite directions yeah exactly like they're it's like v and minus v yeah <laughs> whereas, whereas the break will yeah. probably <laughs> just take you down to like a zero vector you know you're just not doing yeah. anything and only for a short just while for a short while and then yeah you can just... yeah so like catching back up to where you were doesn't take that long whereas whereas that's the case yeah. of the break something like watching youtube or something like yeah something else that's that's in a way active but in another direction will take you further away yeah. and maybe maybe the magnitude is caused by like the context switching and whatnot so yeah i really do think that's it's part of the case right because like yeah if you go down another direction then two things one it takes energy to get back to the first direction you're pointing in and two it, like if you're in the other direction and if the other direction is kind of you know like enjoyable or something like you know you're having fun watching your youtube videos then you really don't feel like leaving mm-hmm. and going back yeah. to the first direction right whereas if you're like if I take a five minute break to just like, like I said, like meditate or something, not literally meditate necessarily, but just like, you know, just daydream, whatever, right? Just for a bit. Then I'm not going to be that hesitant to come back to whatever I was doing. I'm not going to say like, no, no, let me, this stuff is dope. I'm going to do it for another hour. Just going <laughs> to sit here and like yeah. gaze at the ceiling. Like now nah, I'll quickly snap back to like whatever I was working and on. And the interesting thing so, is like during those, yeah, during those breaks where it's like, you're just, met, I don't know, meditating or whatnot. Um, 
th- that can help you like you know figure out what you were doing too you know like if, if you're true. if yeah. you're trying to understand yeah. some concept in in some lecture just taking the break not pursuing anything else actively just letting your mind consolidate some information maybe like you'll have that aha moment yeah. in the middle or when you get back things will just be clear to you you know right just like let your mind wander a little bit let the whatever unconscious part of your brain like do its thing yeah like you know like make make some things click and stuff yeah and you'll come back like feeling like yeah energized i feel like that. we're, like, we're, ah, we're giving some mixed signals on on one on one front we're saying take more active breaks on another we're taking more pa- we're saying to take more passive breaks maybe like to to I, to better like <clears throat> to better to better construct this i think mm-hmm. i think the the general idea we're going for is that take active breaks <clears throat> between tasks right yes um take passive breaks if you're if you're in the middle of like if you're if you're between tasks that are group that are a group of like a larger task in a way yeah or even sometimes you're in the middle of one of those like subtasks yeah but like you're you feel like it's been dragging on for a bit you know you're feeling a bit tired of it so you don't want to like at that point you just slow down right like your productivity just slows down a lot even if you try to parse through the last 10 slides or whatever so maybe just do take a short break but make it more passive and passive here does not i think okay we also need to clarify what we mean by active and passive this is fun we're actually <laughs> clarifying the terminology because there's uh, so the first distinction between active and passive that we discussed was between active being something where you are doing something and passive being something where you're just consuming something. But I think there's another kind of distinction where active can mean something where your brain is like very actively engaged. Even if you're consuming yeah. something, your brain can be pretty engaged, like you know, thinking about what you're watching and stuff versus passive where you're kind of just like taking things a bit slow, letting your mind just like wander a bit, like daydreaming kind of. Yeah, so let's, let's term that, uh, let's, let's term that uh, inactive. Okay. So you got the active break. Okay. Yeah. The active break yeah. where you're actively doing something else, right? That's uh, important to you, interesting to you. And it's not, and it's not like yeah. something passive, like watching YouTube. Right. Yeah. So there's that. And then an inactive break would be something like, you know, I don't know, meditating or just thinking, not doing anything, right? So you got those three terms. Yeah. I'll just I'll just echo that. Sorry, Whoops. I'll echo the back so I uh, make sure I understood. So yeah, active is where you're actively doing something, yeah. right? It doesn't have to be like physically something necessarily, but like, right? Like whether it's like you know, it could be something physical, or if it's like let's say for example, learning something, right? Something where you're like fully engaged and like you're you're gaining something out of it. I'd say, and then there's passive where. You're doing something. Your brain might still be engaged, but it's more in like consumption mode. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, I'm watching this video. Oh, let me see how this person built a thousand dollar PC or blah blah blah, whatever. Right? Like, your <laughs> your brain is still there's still some neural activity in there, like quite a bit. But it's like you're not really like how do I say like gaining much like you're not really putting anything <laughs> into it in order to experience it. Yeah, it's more just to relax. Yeah. That's why it is more passive. And then there's inactive where you're. Neither are you like actively doing something, nor are you even consuming something. You're just like letting your mind wander a bit. You're not using too much mental exertion yeah. or energy. And the, what we were saying was like the advantage of taking inactive breaks in the middle of a task or like, you know, between two tasks which are very related, rather than taking an active break or a passive break, is that there's no real context for an inactive break, which means you can exactly. just keep whatever context you had for the task you <laughs> just like, loaded in your mind. It's like purgatory, you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just limbo. Like you're just you're just, just limbo. There, just chilling. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then in the background, really... your your mind's doing some 
some heavy lifting, you know? Like yeah. maybe maybe you're on the verge of understanding what you're trying to understand. So right, it's, exactly. it's 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 nice. It's uh, valuable for those kind of situations. Yeah, because yeah, if you think about it, like when you're when you're doing stuff actively, or even the passive breaks or whatever, anytime that you're like consuming something or like actively thinking about something, you're not giving your unconscious mind much of a break or like mm-hmm. much of a chance to like you know do its magic. Whereas like you know why do people say that you know like sometimes they read something at night or they learn something at night and then they go to sleep and the next morning they wake up and it's like consolidated in their mind. Right. When they're sleeping, they don't have a chance to be thinking about anything actively. Exactly. The unconscious mind is like, you know, building those connections, like organizing things, sorting things out. And that's really important. I think even throughout the day, uh, having some of that is like, is useful. It's almost like a mini sleep. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a layer above sleep, but yeah, Yeah. It, it, yeah, it just gives you a little bit of a reset. You know, I don't really do that kind of thing much. I, I know. Feel like literally in the course of this episode, I've discovered like the potential for. You know, I know. Taking, like intentional, inactive, breaks. I did. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I guess you'd consider taking a walk an inactive break, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. It's kind of a bit of both. It's a bit of an active, a bit of an inactive. But I think I'm I'd leaning s- towards inactive, just because it's yeah. a repetitive thing. You just walk. Like, right? it's if it's like a jog where you're exerting a lot of energy and you can barely even think about anything at all, then that's kind of more active. But if it's like just a walk, you're not engaging much of your brain in just walking, right? Yeah. So you do give yourself a chance to daydream a bit, just like, yeah, let your mind wander a bit, let your unconscious brain do some of its work, yeah. that kind of thing. Because I hadn't, I hadn't taken a walk in a while, like outside. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, like on the, tr- on the trail specifically. Uh, like I used to run and like take walks during the summer, but then I hadn't done that until now it's funny because yesterday it snowed a lot um so it was a bit of a hike through the trail but it it was nice like looking back at it like i wasn't doing anything else i I was just walking you know and just thinking and i kind of missed that about like i kind of missed that because i used to do that along the summer and right i saw like my productivity dip over the past you know couple months so everything Ah, that i'd be doing i was just (laughs) trying to get by and just finish it up right uh, yeah. And then, like, I realized, hey, you know, this this walking thing, it, it's actually, it's a game changer, you know, because <laughs> like you can just, right. you can just do nothing, and just yeah. walk, and like I don't listen, I don't listen to the birds chirp and and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As I feel like it, that kind of thing is kind of underrated now that I think yeah. about it, or at least even if it's not underrated, it's like people do it a lot less than they may think that they should. You know, like let me, like, I I can't remember the last time I really did something like that to be honest like just by myself just like walking outside literally i can't remember like even because i think until now uh usually when i think of that kind of thing i think of it as being for exercise right in which case i think yeah. well i can get more exercise by like i don't know, like playing ping pong with my brothers or something like that like you know moving my body along that kind of thing but if you that's completely ignoring the like kind of meditative or like inactive <laughs> dimension mm-hmm. of walking which sounds like such a strange thing to advertise anything about like you should walk because it's kind of inactive. You know, it's like, what? No, I should be doing active things. But right. Yeah, we started off the there. episode by saying <laughs> we don't do enough active stuff, you know? And now we're here just it, promoting inactive, inactive breaks. But yeah, it's important. It's a, yeah, it's kind of paradoxical because you think that the way to be most active is to just maximize on activity, right? Of course, like just be active all the time. And that's just not realistic because you're going to burn out a bit. You're going to like, you're going to get tired of it, basically. Um, so sometimes taking like well-timed and like, yeah, well-timed inactive breaks 
can go a longer way towards uh, being active overall. Just like uh, someone might think that in the short term, they can be more productive by cutting down on sleep, you know, by sleeping less than they normally would. Mm. And maybe in the very short term, that works. But pretty soon afterwards, your body is going to start like, you know, like that lack of sleep is going to catch up on you. And yeah. you're going to be more yeah. drowsy. You're Even when you're awake, you won't be able to focus as much. You're literally like your reaction time will slow down. Like everything will just be like, you can't even prevent it at that point. There, so like, there's always a rubber, you only gain a. There's always a, yeah. a rubber banding effect, like in, with any like yeah, biological exactly. system. It's always gonna happen. Like if you, if you, yeah, if you like underwhelm your system, or not or underwhelm, but like if you overwhelm your system, your 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 body's gonna overcompensate in some other way. Like there's no, yeah, getting out of that. It's it's a set system. If you try to cut down right. on, on the amount of sleep, sure you can do that one night maybe even two nights like really severely cut down your sleep like maybe two hours a night or something but if you do that more than two (laughs) nights guess what the next night you sleep you're gonna sleep through like a full day like 24 hours yeah and even even after you wake up you're just gonna be feeling like crap you won't really be able to do anything that you want to do you'll still feel tired you just and you'll just be totally out of it like overall it i think tends to do much more harm than good in terms of like you know overall productivity over a long term i think a good analogy for this like a physical analogy is you've heard of like overclocking computers right like where you mm-hmm. literally make the cpu like tick faster do more yeah, operations yeah. per second or whatever i think like people use it for games sometimes i'm not sure <laughs> i don't know but uh if you overclock like i've heard that it's bad for the cpu health or something like that i'm not sure like in, in the i've heard term. that too like yeah it does it damages uh like it's it's longevity in the long term which makes sense because there's a reason that there's a natural limit or like some limit that they imposed on it. And then if you're trying to go beyond that limit, you're like, yeah, in the short term, of course it ticks faster, but then just like, you know, like it just lives a shorter life or something like that. So mm-hmm. I think something similar goes on with our our productivity, daily productivity, weekly productivity, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's try to bring it back to the very beginning where we're, we're contrasting between like, you know, two two different types of people there's uh mm-hmm. there are those who can like you know go on and keep momentum and there are those who can who can't right they they can only do that for so long and then they start to take these breaks and they can't get back to what they were doing so i guess now that we have like the terminology and and like the framework set up let's try to analyze it um more systematically okay so i yeah yeah like let's start off with you know somebody like me you know doesn't can only do a few tasks at once and then has to take a break so right let me try to analyze what my my breaks are um yeah like (laughs) let me like now that i think about it yeah all my breaks are either like walking yeah walking away from my desk grabbing my phone sitting down somewhere (laughs) else and like opening up youtube so what is that that's a passive break right and usually that's That happens when I'm like halfway through what I'm doing. So say I'll be writing an email and I'll just get, you know, mad at being unable to formulate a proper email. So then I'll just right. walk away <laughs> and open up YouTube. So that's that's a red flag right there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then two red flags because I did it in the middle of the task and then I also did something completely passive. Just brought me down to zero. Yeah. It brought me in the opposite direction, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> And okay, so that's two. When I come back, I got to regain that context, regain that focus. That's number three. So then I spent another 10 minutes trying to figure out what I was going to say. 
and you know uh what was the purpose of me writing this email in the first place all that stuff right yeah yeah okay <laughs> that's that's another it's <laughs> another red flag on top of that another layer so yeah looking at it that way it really brings it it really like uncovers all the all the damage you're doing right so it's no right. wonder that like an email would take me an hour to write <laughs> whereas like real realistically yeah. it should take you like i don't know it's, say 20 minutes tops if it's a really important long-winded email you know yeah like even if you're trying to get the phrasing right and everything and think of what how to order things yeah like exactly like 20 minutes tops not like one hour you know like if someone if someone tells you they took an hour to an email either you know that they're like a serious like you know just very pedantic about like even the most minute details and stuff or more likely they're just they just keep getting distracted mm-hmm. with other things. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of that hour was not spent writing the, e- the email. It was spent doing other like passive activities or like context switching and trying to get back up to speed and that kind of stuff. Just a bunch of fluff. Yeah. And yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually crazy. I think that's probably one of the best examples. Yeah, writing emails. Is where it's just, <laughs> yeah, it, it's such a struggle writing emails. You know, yeah. it's always an uphill battle. Like it never gets easier to write. Yeah, just trying to write stuff like that. I just I yeah. just have a major grip with emails in the first place, but that's a topic for another, for another <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I I imagine like if you you know if you took more of those inactive breaks, it doesn't have to be like you go out for like a full walk outside or something because that might be a bit too long. But even like you know what I said about just sit back, just let your mind wander a little bit. Even if you literally just pace around in your own like room or whatever, even something like that, then like you can just snap back pretty quickly. Like you're you're in, you feel like you're in control. That's that's what I like about inactive breaks. Uh, whereas with like passive ones, like if you're watching something, you don't want to pause in the middle of the video. If you finish watching the video and you see another one, you don't want to give up that temptation of clicking on it or you might wonder, literally the dumbest thing is like, oh, what if YouTube doesn't recommend this to me again? Oh, yeah. Or something, you know, like, <laughs> What's funny is I always, <laughs> well, I I always add that chance. stuff to my watch later list, but then I still open it up and watch it. <laughs> At that time anyways, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, I think the the biggest cure would be those inactive breaks like within the task i mean and then as you said like between tasks taking active breaks so uh, on the topic of active breaks i want to discuss that a little bit more too um i mean i imagine okay i guess like to be honest between two tasks you have a bit of an option you can also take an active break i don't think there's anything particularly wrong with that like go for a walk Mm -hmm. something like that or you can take an active break but just generally try to minimize passive breaks i think Um, so for active breaks for active breaks, I was trying to think of like, you know, what are some good examples? So one that I thought of was, this is, this is very specific. And uh, you know how, well, me and you, we got uh, brilliant recently. I feel like it's it's most realistic if I explain the actual thing, right? Sure. So we're not sponsored by brilliant or anything right now. But, <laughs> I wish. Uh, if anyone's, that'd, be, that'd be so cool. If anyone's interested, you can search it up. But I mean, like, you know, it's an app that lets you do a bunch of like cool courses and stuff and like it's a like, quiz format so like you you read something you think about it you answer a quiz check your understanding that kind of thing mm-hmm. so i find that i'm doing that a lot these days yeah to the point that like i and it's it's fun too so i don't think of it as something that's like a chore so i can literally use it as a break yeah exactly like, i do one thing and then i'm like for a break rather than saying okay i'm gonna watch youtube i say okay no let me work on brilliant so i'm still like learning engaging my mind and stuff and then when i come back i'm still kind of in that in that flow state right or in that active state yeah right uh, i've noticed so like, something with brilliant like when i when i finish uh, a section i feel yeah. more energized to do other stuff I, I, like i've been doing yeah. stats courses uh and every time i just finish like a quiz or i finish a section when i put my phone down and you know finish up with brilliant i just yeah i feel like more energized 
to sit down and do some other stuff you know it's because right. it's an actively it's an actively engaging thing you know you have to you have to think right it's not like you're just consuming yeah. the information with maybe some other right. courses are like that with this it's it's a quiz format so you have to actively think do some mental cal- calculations and then you know yeah, come yeah. to an answer and maybe i think right. what's may i think the reason why it energizes you to do more stuff or primes you to do more stuff is because it it, it activates that mode of like activity right it it activates that yeah. productive mode of activity where you're actively producing something so such that right. when you finish up with the brilliant and you go to some other task you just continue the same mode of yeah. activity, right? You've been primed yeah, at the exactly. beginning and then I you just continue it. Remember the analogy we were using with vectors and stuff? So like we said, let's say maybe, you know, whatever main task you're working on is one kind of vector pointing in one direction. And let's make this a bit concrete. Let's say it's pointing to the east or to the right, okay. whatever. Sure. Okay. And then the the passive activity is also active in the sense that like you know your brain is engaged and stuff there's a context all that but it's pointing to the left and then let's say if you're working on something like brilliant or you know something else which is still active but not the same thing it's like your original vector which is pointing to the right except maybe like rotate a little bit up or down but the point is like they're they're pretty close to each other mm, um okay. like they're not they're obviously not the same thing they're not pointing in the exact same direction but it's like look if i'm already like doing a quiz on stats and then if i have to watch my video about I don't know for a class on like programming or whatever like it they don't feel too different like yeah different subjects but at the end of the day there's both like me learning something yeah and there's and like actively thinking actively, about thinking, kind of actively trying to figure out stuff yeah so i think that's that's a pretty good example of an active yeah and then um, at the end rate. like when you combine those two if you add up the vectors so to speak yeah it leads to you know a vector with a larger magnitude at the end yeah because it's it again it's not like you're adjusting that active break so that you can come back quickly to your or- original active task but it's also that the active break as you're gaining something out of it yeah right like you're gaining some like clear like you know like you're learning something and that learning might complement the other stuff you're learning so overall it just adds up so it, it, it's really nice how like you know if i compare a day where i've spent a lot of that day working on brilliant you never know if i had other tasks or whatever but i spent a lot of that day working on brilliant versus a day where say i spend most of the day just like watching videos or shows or something it's not as if i look at the day where i spent working on brilliant and think of it as like less enjoyable somehow or like oh it was exhausting or anything like that yeah you know i see them as roughly the same in terms of let's say enjoyability or like level of exertion that kind of thing and yet out of one of those days i get so much more value than the other one it's almost like a hack you know like right maybe maybe what we what we could do is if we know what task we're gonna do right then before that yeah. we could do a similar active break type thing you know that, that oh, primes you us into the task. to ease you into it so if you're going to do some yeah. reading on some research paper maybe you could you know if you have an ongoing book that you read maybe you can just read that book mm-hmm. before you know yeah and then once then it's not it's not really unsimilar you know it's 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 really similar stuff right because you're you're right. reading you're reading a book and you're also reading a research report it's not like you're going from yeah watching something to reading a boring research paper yeah exactly it's like it's it's like if you think of a staircase with two steps where like you're you start at the ground level and the second step like the top is uh that research paper you have to read the middle step is like you know reading that book that you've been reading 
And that's like it's it's hard to jump all the way from the ground level to that second step. Mm-hmm. But if you take it one step at a time, like you first step onto you know that step of reading the book, and then you take another step onto the level of reading that paper. Each individual step is easier. The first step is definitely pretty easy because you know, like reading a book is something that you enjoy. Yeah. Then the second step, well, sure, like the nature of what you're reading is different, the content, but you're you're already primed to be reading text. Exactly. Know, versus yeah. yeah, if you're like if you're like reading a video, it's like you're all the way like somewhere else in the corner of the room, or I don't know, like you're just off to the <laughs> to the side, like like way away from like far away from what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah, I think. Wow, it really does feel like a life hack, like I said, because. I, you know, people, when they think of like maximizing productivity, sometimes they think about, you know, like you just need more determination, just do it and stuff. But I'm not a big believer in that kind of thing. Like I, of course there is some level of, you know, internal motivation you need and stuff. That's true. Not everything is easy. You got to put in some effort, but at the same time, I, I really believe in like, you know, changing your environment or changing your mindset in a way that makes it easier to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish mm-hmm. so that, you know, like because if you do that then of course like you know for the all other things remaining the same like for the same level of like motivation or willingness to exert energy or whatever um one person who's not doing things smartly like who's like you know context switching like way too hard versus a person who's like you know eases themselves into things never fully drops off that flow state the second person's going to accomplish a lot more and it'll feel like they didn't even have to have to try that hard for it you know like I I do think that's probably one of the big differences between unproductive people and productive people. Yeah, I think I think the context switching like, is an important part, right? And yeah. maybe yeah, when we when we uh, use this example of like reading a book before we read a research paper, I think that eases yeah. the transition of like switching context as well. It's like a nice little, you know, bridge between two different tasks. If you're taking an active break, yeah. say you were you were doing something very different uh beforehand, I don't know. You're doing some yeah. other task. I don't know what it would be like. <laughs> maybe you're like, maybe you're like soldering something. I don't know. Something completely different. It's trying sure. to figure yeah. out the most different thing. So you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's clearly not the same as reading a research paper. Okay. Right. But you take this active break. You know, this more hard reset type break, and you're just reading a book. Okay. Then what happens yeah. is. You know that that thing is categorized as a break, so it's not like you're doing something. You're not you're not doing a task. You're just reading a book. But what it does is, yeah, exactly. You know, it's it reframes your mind. It shifts your mind from the soldering to just reading stuff, right? Sitting down, reading stuff, and like cutting out all environmental distractions. Then, right, because of reading that book, you just made it a lot easier. <laughs> let's let's bring back the activation energy stuff. Sure, you yeah. lowered the activation energy to read a paper because you're already doing something similar exactly. to that. So maybe in terms of one way to like you know to to correct for context switching is to use some active breaks. Like maybe maybe more uh, intentionally have your have your active breaks be a little more intentional, uh, so that it makes it easier to do the actual tasks that you set out to do. Right. And I've just started realizing, like, there's kind of two dimensions at play here uh, when we're, you know, categorizing these various, like, tasks or activities or breaks or whatever. Like, one dimension is the actual content itself. And another dimension is the medium or, like, the nature of the content or, like, the form. So let's say when it comes to the content itself, of course, the content of the book is different from the content of the research paper, right? Like, what it's actually about. But the media are the same. Like either way, you're reading something. You're reading text on a screen. So when you're going from like that completely unrelated task or activity or break or whatever, like soldering something or whatever you're doing, cooking, 
when you go from that to reading a book, you've completely switched switched the yep. medium, but it's not difficult because it's still something like the content at least is still something that you enjoy. And then when you're switching from reading the book to reading the research paper, you are switching the content, sure. So maybe you say, okay, like, I don't know, reading that paper is a bit less enjoyable than reading the book, but it's just one jump that you need to make. It's one jump in terms of content. You don't need to yeah, make right, jump like in terms 10 of jumps. medium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it, <laughs> that's why I keep saying it's like a hack because it seems like it shouldn't be possible, you know, but like it just, it just works somehow. And also you're still getting value when you're reading the book itself, right? So exactly. Yeah. So you can look back on a day and you can say, okay, I haven't done too many tasks, but between a lot of those tasks, I was doing active, like I was taking active breaks and I got value out of that too. So it looks as if maybe like you've done like, let's say eight tasks worth of work but really you've only done five actual tasks but you still mm -hmm. accomplished uh, you still managed to accomplish like eight tasks worth of like you know work or productivity because your active breaks were like kind of like tasks too in a way you know you probably yeah and you probably did more than you would like if you didn't use these active breaks right yeah compare exactly, that to like the two the two break the two tasks i would have accomplished throughout the day yeah it's like you're, you're you're cutting down so much on like you know that wasted time on those passive breaks that stretch on for too long and stuff it's really interesting i think oh there's there's one other thing i want to mention about like you know the nature of some of these activities which is not just about like like you know using like breaks especially not just about like when they occur within tasks or between tasks and like what kind they should be but also let's say let's say if you have some of those more passive breaks like, but you you still want them, right? Like, let's say, you know, you subscribe to some YouTuber who you just watched for enjoyment. You still want to watch the videos and stuff. New video comes out, like, or like there's some show that you're watching. Like, how to time that kind of thing. And I think generally mm -hmm. it's better to put some of that stuff closer to the end of the day, if possible. Because I think it makes sense. Yeah, because if you do it earlier in the day, like, let's say you watch one video or one episode or something, there's a big temptation to click on the next one and it can just spiral out of control. So like you spent three hours doing that kind of stuff when you were supposed to spend like half an hour versus if you yeah. begin closer to the end of the day after already having accomplished a lot, even if let's say the worst case scenario is something where you until the end of the day, until you go to sleep, you're just doing that thing. As long as you have your sleeping schedule in order to, that's another important thing. It, there's like a natural limit on how long you can spend doing that stuff. Yeah, right, you know like that reminds me of that reminds me of something. Yeah, it, it's similar. Um, it reminds me of like how we start our days as well. Like if you mm -hmm. start your day off by watching a show, that's a very high energy thing, right? Like yeah. you start off by watching a show. It's all like it's an audiovisual experience. Mm -hmm. You finish that, and then you're back to zero. And now you're trying to start some tasks. It's really difficult to to make that jump, right? Yeah. Um. So it's important to like consider how you're going to start your day i find that like i don't do this enough and i wish it like i'm trying to do it more but like starting your day off in more with, with more like monotonous things you know okay. slower stuff right. is generally interesting yeah it's generally it, it, it works like for me it works whenever i've tried it it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be <laughs> you just like sitting somewhere like in limbo that's not what i mean by monotonous yeah. But like if you start off by going outside and taking a walk or going outside, yeah. going on a run, right? It, this right. is like, <laughs> this is very, uh, you know, stereotypical stuff to say, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go outside, start your day with a run. But no, like I mean it in a, in a, in a little bit of a different way, right? Because the way right. you start off your day, may, like uh, it really dictates how you're going to go 
on with the rest of your day. If you start off with a run or like a walk or something else monotonous and slow, you ease into mm-hmm. the next thing that you're going to do, right? It's a lot yeah. more difficult if you wake up and all of a sudden you're just like surrounded by stimuli, videos, right. YouTube, <laughs> all this stuff. Trying to sit down and work on tasks is going to prove to be a lot more difficult. But if you bring that, if you bring those passive breaks or those, this, yeah, passive breaks, let's call it that. If you bring those to the end of the day, well, you've already finished all this other, all this other stuff you want to do. There's nothing that's going to come up after watching a show. You're not going to do anything else that requires you to sit down and focus, right? Right, At exactly. night, then it becomes more enjoyable to do that too because, you know, yeah. you've done everything. You're just going to sit down. There's nothing to think about for the rest of the night. You're just going to watch yeah. the show and then call it a night. Yeah. So. And what, yeah, what are you saying about the... I want to comment on both of those, like the start of the day and the end of the day. Like for the start of the day, like I've realized that, you know, after I wake up, you know, I eat my breakfast, whatever, it's really hard to, let's say if it's a day when, you know, I don't have class or work or something that, that I have to attend right away. Um, it's really hard to just get into the main task that I have planned. Like, okay, I have to watch some lectures, you know, like it just feels bad to me. Like just you wake up, you eat breakfast and then you just start watching like, oh, is that all my life is, you know, that kind of thing. So then sometimes I think, okay, let me uh, ease into it by watching a YouTube video or something. Terrible idea. Cause yeah, you're going up to 100 in terms of like, like mental stimulation and like enjoyableness. And then you're trying to bring yourself down to like 50 or even less. Whereas if you, um, like you said, if you take a walk, right? Like you, you feel like, okay, at least you get to, there's a buffer between when you wake up and when you like, you know, start working on the main tasks that you have planned and stuff. So it doesn't feel like, you know, it's just hitting you like a brick, like as soon as you wake up or something. But at the same time, the nature of that break, or it's not really a break, I guess if it's a start of the day, but the nature of that activity, sure, um, which is inactive, right? Like walking, uh, the nature of that inactive activity is that it's easy to say, okay, after taking my walk, it's not like, <laughs> like you don't walk for half an hour and say, I'm, oh man, I love walking so much. I'm going to keep walking for three more hours or something. I'm, I'm going to binge walk, <laughs> right? It's really easy to come back and say, okay, I've had my walk. I got some time to like just collect myself, like, you know, wake up a bit more or whatever. Now I feel a bit more in the mood to actually like watch that lecture or like work on whatever I want to work, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And then I just want to talk about the end of the day a bit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for the end of the day, yeah, so I, I'm so guilty of times when I'll just have a task which just gets indefinitely pushed down further and further into the night because I'm on break and it's just clouding my mind that whole time. And then sometimes I'll be up late <laughs> because I'll be in this weird yeah. position where I'm like, okay, I want to work on the task. But I also wouldn't enjoy that. And I'm in the middle of binging YouTube videos. Let me just do that a bit longer. But it's like the, it just stretches on into the night. And then by the time I finally do the task and I go to sleep, I'm like, why did I stay up so late? You know, like it doesn't make right. sense. And it's just. Yeah. Whereas like if I just gone that task over with before, I wouldn't have to worry about any of that. It's. Yeah. It's crazy. I think. Yeah. It's a bit of an art trying to like manage, trying to balance, uh, you know, the the activeness of activities. Right. Yeah, like, I think it's yeah, it's definitely something. I, I want to experiment with it a little more, like trying to trying to balance out this stuff a little better, like making sure that you ease between tasks through breaks that you know that that bridge those two contexts together, right? Things like right, that, exactly. just balancing stuff out and like starting your day with more monotonously, ending your day with you know stuff that won't affect downstream tasks, that kind of stuff. Yeah definitely worth pursuing i'm actually surprised that we like almost like discovered like a new framework for like our daily lives at least as far as like you know like tasks and 
<laughs> activities and that kind of stuff goes, which sounds like really like you know it's not like we did some scientific ex- experiments or something like that. Like just on the common sense level, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. You know, like it's been confirmed by some kind of like I guess like if you can call it anecdotal evidence, like just looking back on you know previous like days, months, even years of my life, and like thinking of like okay, when was I like really like you know doing things the way I wanted, and when was I a complete slob? You know, and like right, it kind yeah. of fits with that. So. But, like, I, again, it's the kind of thing which, like, we've never thought about that consciously. We haven't actively thought about it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just been something that we're taking for granted. But Yeah, like, introspective stuff, like, thinking about this stuff, even though it's not scientific, you're, you're still using anecdotal evidence. And if you're going to apply that framework to you, well, what better evidence is there than your own evidence, you know? Because, <laughs> like... Right, exactly. It matches you. Yeah. You know, it's stuff that you've done in the past if that that you understand yourself better than probably yeah. anybody else right so yeah at least on the individual front when like trying to understand your day better conduct yourself better maybe the an- anecdotal the evidence of yourself you know it makes sense even though it's not scientific yeah and i I really like these episodes where we don't just explore something and try to understand it better but also like we get some like real takeaway advice that we've come up with ourselves too you know, that like, right. you can put into practice from then on. Like, actually, like... And, like, it's happened with previous... Also, okay, like, we're getting... Like, we've passed the one-hour mark. So, at this point, I'm just talking a bit more, like, meta, general kind of stuff, you know. That's what happens. Yeah, looking back at previous episodes, like, I can look back to some where I actually think, like, okay. You know, like, I took some actual, like, kind of advice from them. Like, for example, circumstantial model of friendships, right? With the... Well, it's friendships. Or, like, with It's About Time, episode 8. I'm looking at the list, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have them the titles memorized but like you know like sometimes i actually think back and think like hold on hold on i spoke about this kind of experience back on that episode and i realized that like this kind of thing is a bad idea that kind of thing is a good idea maybe i should actually try to implement that right like it's 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 coming to life yeah it seems to be a theme of like our episode it's always like we start off as some lost troubled youth you know (laughs) yes trying to make sense of some problem and then somehow we you know through through our own experience or yeah just through some kind of evidence we we start to map it out a bit more and then once we map it out a bit more we get some more shared terminology then we can like create some productive you know malleable models to work with after that you know yeah we we take away some lessons and that's how our episodes usually conclude yeah i, I gotta binge watch all these one day <laughs> for my own sake yeah yeah okay that was a good run yeah, I guess as usual. That's it. I guess that's it. We had uh, we had the. Uh, I'm not gonna recap all of what we said, but yeah, I guess like some terminology is like the inactive breaks, the active breaks, and the passive breaks, and yeah, try like making sure to balance those out. You know, really, really being more intentional with what kind of breaks you take at one point in in your day, depending on the tasks you have yeah. at hand, and as well, right, making sure you start off your day in the right way finish it in the right way you know don't start off with yeah, like exactly. watching a youtube video unless it's part of your your task you know <laughs> if you have to watch a youtube video right, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah yeah exactly broadly stuff like that exactly. we hope you we've taught you guys some good life hacks and ourselves too but <laughs> yeah all right see you uh next episode yeah see y'all bye
Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it or have any thoughts you want to share, shoot us an email at hello.unfocus at gmail.com. Also, if you have any ideas, topics, or questions you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us a voice message to our email address. We'd love to have your thoughts be the catalyst for future discussions. If you'd rather not have your voice played on our podcast, you can also send us a written email and we'll be happy to take it up on our next episode. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time. Sayonara. Adios.